Baby girl, who told you money doesn't grow on trees? Or let me guess, someone told you money is the root of all evil. While this seems like good reasoning and legit, let me let you in on a little secret. This is why you're still broke. Wealth is a mindset. Wealth is in your daily habits. Wealth is for everyone, not just the chosen few. My name is Candace Young. I'm a credit repair expert. I love long walks to the bank, and I'm determined to help you embrace your finances so you can be confident in building wealth regardless of your current income. Welcome to the Money Mindset Queen podcast. It's time to start building wealth now. Hey, rich girls. Hey, it's your girl Candice, and I have something super special to share with you guys. Throughout the podcast, I heavily discuss how important it is to pray, manifest, and speak the things you want into existence. With that being said, on Thanksgiving weekend, 2021, I will be releasing the Money Mindset Affirmation Cards. The first step in creating wealth is to believe that you're worthy of it. The second step is to purchase these Money Mindset Affirmation Cards. These cards will help you unlock the potential for wealth. I am living proof that these cards work, and I'm so excited to share them with you guys. These cards aren't just a wonderful thing to gift yourself. They're also a perfect gift for that rich girl in your life who might just need an extra nudge in the right direction. I cannot wait for you guys to get these money mindset affirmation cards in your hands and continue the journey to being a rich girl. Toodles. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Money Mindset Queen podcast. It's your girl, Candice, and I will be your host as per usual. If you are just tuning in, if you are new here, you have caught us in the season finale of season three. That's right, rich girls and some rich guys that might be listening. We've come to the season finale of season three. I can't even, I don't even know how we got here. I just started off with a mic and an app on my computer and we're three seasons in y'all. And over 10,000 downloads in, y'all. I mean, it's magical. It's magical. So so for my newbies, if you're just tuning in and you decided to start with the season finale of season three, this is a safe space for all rich girls to come, for all pre-rich girls, for all OG rich girls. This is just a place where women come to talk about finances and how important they are, right? So we have, you know, season one was absolutely just a ton of me sharing my experience with finances as a woman in the world, just trying to get it right. Just trying to understand it, trying to figure out the game, trying to figure out credit and what that looks like, trying to figure out savings and savings accounts and investments and all of that. And, you know, just kind of going through my trials and tribulations. And so I shared all of that in season one. And in season two and season three, we got to it, right? We started sharing gems. We started sharing, you know, techniques and methods and ways to enhance and improve your financial situation. Easy ways, right? I have to emphasize easy ways. But if you heard me at the beginning of the episode, at the top of the episode, I said, we've reached 10,000 downloads. So I've got to take a second to shout out my OG rich girls who have been listening since day one. I wouldn't be here without you. I wouldn't be here without your word of mouth, sharing the podcast with other people, without you tuning in each and every Monday, 
or even if you binge it one weekend, I don't care. I just want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for supporting me and supporting my dream because my dream is to help women become financially free, is to help women understand their finances better, is to help women understand that they can save, that they can have the Birkin and the house, that they can have the shoes and the the nice vehicle, that they can have the career and the family. My ultimate goal is to remind you that you can have it all. I think that sometimes, right, in life, we feel like we have to choose between what we want. So do I want to save up for this house or do I want to buy this bag, right? And we don't have to choose as long as we are applying the right strategies and the methods. We do not have to choose between what we want. And it goes a level deeper, right? A lot of women think they have to choose between the career and the marriage and the family. You don't. You're going to be busy. It's going to be hard to find balance but you can do it all. We're super women, right? I come from a Puerto Rican household, predominantly Puerto Rican. My dad's from Belize, right? All of the women in my family are hustlers and go-getters. And all of the women in my family, though maybe they didn't have it all, right? They did what needed to be done to have the things that they wanted and to provide for their children and to live a nice life, right? And this is the example that not only I have, but I am 100% sure many, many of you have. So with that being said, that's what we do here, right? We talk about finances. We get into the nitty gritty of finances. We talk about the mistakes, the trials, and the tribulations. And we also make sure to consistently remind ourselves that we can have it all and that self-care is not an option, okay? We must pour into ourselves the same way we pour into everyone around us. If you're listening to this podcast, I already know you're a top tier woman. I already know you're creme de la creme because you are listening to this podcast and you want to elevate your mindset. You want to elevate your situation. You want to continue to evolve and flourish. And so with that being said, I know for a fact that you have what it takes in you to create the life of your dreams. Because that's really what it's all about at the end of the day, right? We mostly, for me, I listen to podcasts for motivation and and all of these different things. I work out to feel good, right? I cook my meals to to make sure that I'm, you know, eating the that I'm having the healthier options of things to put into my body. I, you know, I get into my devotional to make sure that I'm feeding myself the right things to ensure that I'm continuing to elevate in life and that I'm positioning myself to show up as the best version of myself and also live the best life that I can. We're not here forever and we have to understand that. And the sooner we understand that it's all up to us, right? I mean, listen, in this podcast, we've talked about asking for a raise at work. We've talked about why self-care is so important. We've talked about, you know, credit repair. Is it something that you need? Is it something that you need to do to elevate your situation? We've talked about it all, right? But it's not all about the money. A lot of the things that we do and a lot of the things that we want to have the money for are things that are going to make us feel good. For example, I have a mani-pedi appointment today. That makes me feel good. Having my nails done and look pretty makes me feel good. 
right? If I couldn't afford to do my nails, then that's fine, right? It's not like it's going to take away from my confidence, but I have intentionally, right, positioned myself to be able to ensure that I have the money to buy myself weekly flowers, that I have the money to do my mani and pedi every few weeks, that I have money to get my hair done, that I have money to get my waxes and my eyebrows and all of these different things that I consider self-care, right? And that I've positioned myself where I could live in a neighborhood that I love, where I could drive a car that I love. I can wear the bags that I love. I can wear the shoes that I love. I'm still on the journey, y'all. Don't get it twisted. Your girl is still very much Ross, Marshalls, TJ Maxx, Target, right? Like, although I have Louis bags, right? Like, the biggest thing is to feel good and to feel good about ourselves, to feel good about our finances. And if you listen to last week's episode, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Okay. So this is a podcast that focuses on staying ready, period. Right. Just staying ready, being expecting the unexpected. Right. We've talked on this podcast also about how to set yourself up for unexpected expenses, because guess what? Just because you're not expecting something to impact your expenses doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Anybody who's caught a flat tire on their car, anybody who has children and you or a pet, right? And you might have to go to the vet or to the hospital because your child or your pet is sick. Let's just say your child slash pet because your pets are your child are your children. So let's just say, right? And you have to take them in to be seen. All of this is unexpected and we have to be ready for those things. So. Anyway, I'm on my soapbox about what we've gone through in the past three seasons because it's a little emotional for me to see that I'm actually recording the final episode of season three. I mean, I came into this with like, I'm just going to drop one season and see how it goes. And baby, if you needed any motivation today, if you needed any, you, you know, the faith of a mustard seed, like I had some very dope people in my circle, in my corner who helped me believe in myself, right? From my fiance to my podcast team to, you know, my family that truly believed in me and truly believed that I was going to make something very special when I when I stepped up to this mic. And I'm just so grateful, a little emotional, a little excited, and just, I mean, honestly, just so, so ready to pour into you guys in season four. So Since present day, right, it's April 11th, it's Money Making Monday, right? And usually for anybody who's new here, usually that's how I kick off the podcast, right? We talk about the weekend. Um, It was my fiance's birthday weekend. So you already know we went up, right? We did, um, we actually went to, there's a destruction room out here in Virginia Beach in the Virginia Beach area. And you basically get to like break things like they give you like a sledgehammer. They give you like protective gear. You can play your music and you just go in there and break things. And it's not like we were super stressed out or anything. I just thought it was going to be something fun to do. And he absolutely loved it. So we went out for drinks after we got dinner and it was just a beautiful weekend. And just really, really enjoyed, you know, just spoiling my man, which is part of being a rich girl. You know, your man spoils you. He spoiled me last month for my birthday. And so I spoiled him back and I hope that you all had an amazing weekend as well. I hope that you all prioritized some sort of self-care. I don't care if it was five minutes of meditating or an entire spa day. I hope that you prioritize some sort of self-care and I'm ready, right? We're ready. It's Monday. We're ready to attack the week. 
We're ready to get back to work. We're ready to get back to the bag. Or for some rich girls out there, might be a day off, might be a day that you're taking to yourself to just relax and reconnect with yourself. Personally, I just started back meditating and I cannot even tell you the power of meditation. And I'm a big podcast person, obviously. I mean, I host a podcast. So of course I listen to a ton of podcasts and I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking about the power of meditation and oh my gosh, I mean, it just reminded me of like, yeah, you need to get back into that. You know, like it just reminded me that I needed to pick that habit back up. And I'm so glad that I did because it truly, truly helps get you centered. So if anyone is interested in any sort of meditation or seeing what it's about or giving it a try. They have like five, 10 minute meditations. It doesn't take long. They walk you through it. They tell you, you know, how to breathe, how to stay connected, how to get centered. And so definitely highly recommend. But for this finale, for this final episode of season three, because it's April 11th and springtime is upon us. I mean, you guys know I'm in Virginia. Um, We've already seen above 80 degrees in Virginia. It still gets cold as hell at night. Um, It'll drop down to the 40s, even the 30s sometimes, but the daytime, it's getting beautiful out there. And what I know about the nice weather is that it brings everybody outside. And this summer, thankfully, I am praying for everyone connected to me, anyone that is listening to this podcast, that we are able to be outside safely this summer. I know many, many people were outside safely last summer, but I'm talking about the folks like me who were a little paranoid, who, who kind of kept it cute last summer. But now we're in spring 2022. We can safely be outside. And you already know outside costs $100 an hour. So for this particular episode, as we're wrapping up season three and it's springtime, my favorite time of the year when everybody starts to come back outside, I'm going to give you all some ways to kind of make sure you are sticking with your financial goals throughout the warmer weather and the warmer months. You guys know I don't stay away too long, so I'll be back with the next season right around about when summer's starting to kick off, right? And so... I want to make sure that I share some tips with you before I leave you for a little bit to make sure that you're staying focused and and honing in on those goals and making sure that you are just remaining 10 toes down as it relates to your financial freedom goals, right? Many, many of you will, this will be the year that you buy your first home. This will be the year that you buy your fifth home. For many of you, this will be the year that you buy a new car. For many of you, this will be the year that you begin investing in the stock market or trading or whatever the case might be. Either way, this might be the year that you really, really invest your invest in yourself in a big, big way. And so For me, making money management simple is a huge part of being able to manage your money. When people come to you, when when you talk to a financial advisor or a financial wellness coach like myself, and they start to throw either too many things your way or things are just too complicated, it's a turnoff. And personally, I know this because I tried to start with a financial advisor in my 20s and they started to talk about how much I'm contributing to 401k or, you know, my taxes and and my and all of these different things. And I'm like, can we talk about my target budget? Like, so I like simplicity. When I get on the phone with my clients, the first thing I like to make sure is that we keep it very simple, very clean cut 
so that it's easy, so that you leave the conversation feeling like I can do this. I can manage my money in a way that will set me up for success. So today we're going to talk about some very simple ways to make sure you keep your money in order as the summer months start to uh, start to roll in. And some of these are are very, you know, are very Candace driven. So I'm not going to lie to you, right? Like I last year, I started to grow some vegetables. Everybody's not going to want to grow vegetables, right? But it's a really dope way to save money and to know that your veggies are very healthy, right? And if you have a windowsill, because everybody's like, oh, Candace, you got a house, you got a garden out back. I don't. I grow my veggies in my kitchen window. <laughs> So like plant a garden, right? Like that's, it wasn't the first one I was going to talk about, but I wanted to make sure that I let you guys know that a lot of these are things that I personally do to make sure that I keep my, my money in order through the summer months, because we, your girl likes to go out. I like brunch. I like mimosas. And for my ladies that like the mimosas, get the picture, sis, get the picture, get the bottle of champagne. It's, it's going to end up being less. If you buy five mimosas, you bought the bottle of champagne. Okay. So that's coming later as well. But anyway, I definitely wanted to make sure that we talked about how to, you know, stay focused and stay honed in on our goals, even though, you know, your friends are calling you, you're planning trips, your friends want to go to brunch, your friends want to go to the, you know, new restaurant in town, your friends want to, um, you know, take a road trip, drive to wherever, right? Like, I just wanted to make sure that we talked about some very simple and easy ways to keep your bag right as the as the weather starts to warm up. So one of the first things that I really, really enjoy is taking a staycation, right? When it comes down to vacations, they're incredible. I like to My ideal life is six months on vacation, six months working super hard, super duper long days. Um, just to be off for vacation for six months, right? And you know, it'll happen one day. But for now, I started to take staycations actually not too long ago, to be honest. My fiance actually introduced me to the idea the first time we did um our first Valentine's Day weekend together. He actually took me to a resort at Virginia Beach. Like he booked a room at Virginia Beach for two nights and you know, the whole shebang, right? Pool hot tub, jacuzzi, room service, chocolate covered strawberry, champagne. And honestly, for those two days, I did not feel like I was in Virginia Beach. Like I was like, yo, we on vacation. Like he created the vibe, right? And so consider a staycation. If you're trying to do something nice for your friend, for your spouse, for just a special person in your life, right? Consider a staycation, consider booking a room, right? Somewhere, I'm going to say, listen, Virginia Beach is 20 minutes from me, but even if it's an hour away, right? Book a room, you know, get some room service, et cetera, et cetera. It takes away the flight costs. It takes away, you know, the five day, you know, hotel costs. It takes all of that away. You stay for maybe two days. You, you bring some, you know, really fancy snacks, you buy, you know, a couple bottles of champagne, you get some wine glasses or whatever the case might be. Um, if it's romantic, bring some candles, bring some bubble bath, right? 
well, I'll take that back. I don't ever do bubble baths in. <laughs> well, I'll wear a bathing suit in the jacuzzi. So yeah, no, bring some bubble bath if, if you're into that. But yeah, I don't take baths in hotels. I mean, I, I don't knock anybody who does. I just don't. But definitely when there's jacuzzis, yeah, we get in a bathing suit and we get in there. So staycations, right? Like do not, do not discount staycations. Book a room in your city, in a surrounding city, even if it's an hour, even two hours away, it beats the cost of getting on a plane, flying somewhere else, right? It, it's always going to beat the cost. And depending on who you're with and what you're doing, it can be a lot of fun. I got to tell you, like, after we went on that first vacation, like I booked the next one. I was like, hey, like I booked this room in this city and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And you can do them more often, right? For the cost of just one vacation, like out of the country or even in the country, you could take two or three staycations, right? So consider it, right? As you're making plans for the summer, like what is there a city around me, right? That's that's kind of popping, that there's a lot to do in, et cetera, et cetera, where I could book a room and and potentially have a staycation, right? Just don't shy away from it. Like, don't get me wrong. Your girl loves Mexico, DR, Puerto Rico, you know, all that. Cayman Islands. I love it. I absolutely love it. But as we're continuing to evolve in our financial freedom journey, we do want to be creative with you know, our vacations, we do want to be creative with how we're spending our money on, you know, our fun, right? And taking a staycation is just such a wonderful way to get away and not spend too much money, right? Not blow a bag. So that's number one, y'all plan y'all a staycation this year, even if it's two, three days, it would be a nice way to get away. You could do it with a friend, a spouse, whatever, whatever that looks like. You can do it alone. Let's be clear. Okay. Plan a solo staycation, book you a room, get you some champagne, get you a room with a nice jacuzzi, hot tub, whatever pool, whatever, and just enjoy some time alone because it's, it's so important to reconnect with yourself and to find, to make that time to reconnect with yourself. So consider a staycation this spring, summer. And please get in touch with me and let me know if you did it and if you um, and how you enjoyed it. So that's number one. Number two is, listen, you know, we love to keep these waists snatched. Y'all know I'm a thicker girl. So um, in the spring and in the summer, not only do I not like to cook a lot because it makes the house really hot, but baby, that light bill when you cook a lot, <laughs> she gets high because you already got the AC on. Then you cut your oven on for three or four hours to, you know, cook or whatever. Get you a little grill, sis. Get you a little grill and cook and grill your food. One thing about me, I'm a thick jank, but I love grilled food. Grilled salmon, grilled chicken, throw a steak on the grill. I know, I know a lot of y'all don't do, you know, red meat or meat at all, right? Throw some mushrooms on the grill. I don't care. But get you a little grill from Lowe's, Home Depot. Actually, I rock with Home Depot, whatever, whichever one you rock with. I think I feel like people either rock with Lowe's or Home Depot. I don't think nobody rocks with both. So if you rock, whichever one you rock with, go get you a little grill. It, it don't even got to be no big, fancy, expensive grill, right? Like I have a nice grill out there in my backyard, but m my fiance, right? Like he's the one who, who essentially bought that and essentially uses it. But we also have a little tiny grill that I can just fire up at any time, right? It could be seven o'clock on a Friday. And I'm like, I feel like a piece of grilled salmon. Get out there, right? Cook outside, 
cook outside if you can right i know some of my rich girls city living and all that they got little indoor tabletop grills you know grill you some food um but the point right and the thing that would help you save a little bit of money is not to have to plug in anything in the house, right? And essentially cook outside. But I really, really enjoy a good cookout. And by a good cookout, I mean my fiance's cooking and I'm sitting in my um, beach chair on in my backyard, taking in some sun, you know, hosing myself down when it's too hot and, and having a mimosa or some sort of fruity slushy drink. That's absolutely my favorite thing to do in the summer. And you know what? All we do is go get all the food that we want, right? When we normally grocery shop and we just throw everything on the grill. And it's just such a bomb way to save money during the spring and the summer because you're not cutting that oven on. You're not cutting that stove on. Like personally, like I have a glass top gas stove. So yeah, like bacon chicken in the winter, um, when when there's no heat or no um or no air on is a lot cheaper than bacon chicken in the summer when that AC is really, really hitting, like really, really hitting. So yeah, so there's that. So first is take a staycation. Secondly is, you know, cook outside any opportunity that you can. And now we're gonna get into little garden, little vegetables. Now I'm not telling you to have a full-blown garden. I'm not telling you to grow all of your food. I'm not telling you to grow even half of all your food, but growing green onions, green peppers, heads of lettuce, all type of peppers, actually growing tomatoes. All of these things are really easy. And honestly, if I'm being honest, it teaches you a lot of patience. Okay. So it's one of those activities, one of those self-care activities that you partake in that actually teaches you a lot of patience. Because when I was watching my green peppers grow, baby, I was coming down there. I was coming downstairs to look at my green peppers every morning. Like it should be a full grown green pepper by now. But no, it takes like three to five, maybe even up to six weeks to grow just one green pepper. So it does. It does. Absolutely take time and it takes patience but guess what like it really really is one of those low stress type of ideas as it relates to saving money during the spring and the summer right like it's the perfect time to start planting right when you're listening to this episode if you're somebody who might be interested um reach out to me on instagram at your credit queen or my email is in the um show notes as well reach out to me and let me know If you need any tips at all for like, if you want to try to grow something, right? I think the easiest thing to grow is green onion. It grows in like a few days. And all of these things, you know, I chop them up and use them in my food. And not that, you know, I never bought a green pepper at the supermarket, but, you know, when my green peppers actually grew, like it felt really dope to be able to cut up my own veggies that I grew myself in my kitchen window. So I don't want y'all to think you need all of this space or you need to spend all of this money. You should be able to go to any Lowe's or Home Depot and like actually like even Walmart and like pick up these little, they're like little nursery pots, right? Y'all know I'm a big plant lady. So growing some veggies and things like that, like that wasn't like a huge deal for me because I already kind of grow things at the house, but you can go get these little nursery pots where the seeds are already in it, like, and you just have to water it and keep it in sunlight. Um, So very, very easy to um, very, very easy to to try to grow a couple veggies at the house. It's not going to save you a fortune, but again, a very, very dope self-care 
activities. So that's that, right? So planting veggies, taking staycations, right? Um, Making sure you guys are cooking outside whenever you get that opportunity. Um, And number four, right? Like just walks this like (laughs) a lot of times, like I remember somebody telling me, like, I always get rid of my gym membership during the summer months. And I was like, well, why? Right. Like you don't work out during the summer. And they're like, absolutely. But outside is free. And I was like, oh, she was like, I get some resistance bands, a jump rope, some weights, some kettlebells, whatever the case might be. And I go to the nearest park and I run and I jump rope and I do all of these different things. And that saves me. Right. I think her membership was like $50 a month. She says she cuts it off as soon as it warms up around April, May. And she doesn't get her membership back until like September ish. And I was mind blown. I said, that is the coolest shit I've ever heard because, and obviously this is at a gym that you can have a month to month, right? Like it's, there's not this year contract or whatever. She has a a gym that her membership is month to month, but I was like, that is super cool because you do save yourself a few dollars over the summer, right? Like, sure. Like it's $50 a month, but like, so what? Like, If that's, you know, we're talking three, four months, that's, you know, 200 bucks, whatever the case might be really, really nice. And just kind of send that over to your savings. Right. And I also noticed for myself on a personal note, I was like, I love working out outside. And so I fully adopted this idea. I got me some resistance bands, some jump ropes, and there are two parks in my area that I really, really love to go to, to work out at. Um, and it's just, it's beautiful, right? The scenery, you get in your vitamin D, you outside, you shed in those, you know, you shed in those pounds because you sweating. Okay. It's outside. It's hot. Um, you get a really good sweat in and you know, you don't got to worry about, you know, yucky gym, you know, whatever and touching dirty. Like it's all your stuff. Um, there's a, and there's a ton of workouts that you can do with just your body. Like you don't even need to buy anything. You could just put on some workout clothes, get some headphones and a bottle of water, get out in the park, run, walk, squats, push-ups, you know, whatever, like free 99, you know? And so when she said that to me, she was like, yeah, I cancel my membership every summer. I just thought like, now don't get me wrong sis is lit. So I'm thinking like, oh yeah, like what? So you don't have to work out during the summer. Cause like your body's super lit. And she was like, absolutely not. I work out harder in the summer cause I'm always out eating. And I was like, oh, dope. She was like, so that's why she's like, I just take my workouts outside, you know, like either in my backyard or I go to the local parks. And I'll tell you, game changer, like working out outside. Like, obviously I got to pop a Zyrtec. Y'all already know what time it is with my allergies. But working out outside is just such a game changer. Like it really, really makes you feel there's really just a different vibe when you're working out outside. And what's funny is the gym that I was at a while ago, pre-pandemic, the gym that I was at, they actually have an outside area where you could like, you know, lift the tires and and do all the, these other things and they host classes outside. And I'm thinking to myself, like, dog, outside is free. Like (laughs) it's absolute, there's absolutely no reason that people are paying to come here to work out outside, right? Like it made no sense. I appreciate the extra um, amenity, right? Like obviously they've, they've dedicated this area for people to work out outside and then you can go inside and take classes and do whatever you need to do. But I was like, baby, outside is free. So (laughs) I was like right outside of my house once, like just working out, just like jumping rope, working out, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, 
that's another one, you know, like get outside and, and, and work out. And if you do have, um, if the situation is that you can cancel your membership for a few months, because, Hey, it's summertime, I can work out outside. Like I fully, fully, um, recommend you doing that. So, so that is tip number four. So we've talked about, you know, taking a staycation. We've talked about planning a garden. We've talked about working out outside. We've talked about, cooking outside, right? And so the fifth and the final tip for ensuring that you are sticking to your financial goals this spring and this summer is to plan ahead. Plan ahead, right? We all know that our friends have birthdays, right? I, one of my best friends has a birthday in July. Um, me and my girlfriends always get together for Juneteenth and we have a beach day, right? I know that's coming up. I always go to New York at least once or twice in the summer to visit my family, right? I know these things are coming up, right? I know these things are coming up. I actually have two really good friends whose birthday's in July, right? You know these things are coming up. Talk to your people. Talk to your friends. Say, hey, what you want to do for your birthday this year, right? I have another really good friend whose birthday's in June, right? So birthdays, birthdays, birthdays. I'm big on birthdays. I like to at least send my friend a card or, you know, the best case scenario is spend some time with them, right? And all of that. And so my little sister's birthday's in May, right? She's like, hey, she's asking me to come visit her, right? So knowing and understanding that all of these things are coming up and then you're going to insert just those random days that you just want to go out to brunch, that you just want to go out to a spa day, that you want to go out to the rooftop bar, you want to go to a rooftop pool and, you know, pop bottles and, and hang out with your friends and just celebrate life. It really don't got to be an occasion to celebrate life. You feel me? So at the end of the day, we know that we want to do more fun activities outside, which is why I be stressing my clients about saving extra during the winter because you don't want to be outside during the winter. You want to get off work. You want to finish, wrap up work, come home, or you want to close your laptop and you want to just go cuddle on the couch. Whether you cuddling with by yourself, with your pet, with your man, with your girl, with your partner, whatever, we're not doing as much outside activity in the winter. So save, save, save in the winter. So in the summer, you could really let loose, right? But that doesn't mean we shouldn't plan ahead for certain things. Ask your friends what they want to do this summer? Do your friends want to take a trip together? Because some friends might be in a position where they could shell out a thousand or two thousand dollars, you know, for a trip because someone brings it up in June and they want to go somewhere in, in August. But maybe that's not your situation right now. And that's okay. Right. But ask, right. This is the perfect time to ask your friends, what y'all trying to do this summer? Right. Your tribe, what y'all trying to do this summer? What y'all, where y'all trying to be? Y'all trying to be outside? Y'all trying to take a trip? And this way you can prepare yourself, right? You should keep a travel fund, a travel savings fund all year, because in the summer, things are going to come up. People are going to say, yo, let's take a day trip to DC. Let's take a day trip to Atlanta. Let's take a flight to Cali just cause, right? Because some rich girls are in a different stage in their financial freedom journey than others, right? That doesn't mean you can't participate. That doesn't mean you have to say, damn, I can't make that event. Damn, I can't come to that. Damn, I can't do that. You just have to plan ahead. And this is the perfect time to start mapping out the summer and saying like, these are the things I want to do. This is how I want to be outside this summer. And this is the money I'm going to need. Okay. There's nothing wrong with planning ahead. I know this generation is a generation of people that are like F plans, you know, like just do it. Just, yeah, well, you got to have money to just do it. <laughs> you feel me? 
So so maybe we do plan a little bit, right? Of course, we're always going to make room for those spontaneous activities that we didn't plan. But the more you can plan, the better you will position yourself to be able to get lit this spring and this summer, to be able to be outside, to be able to attend and pull up at all the events. And let's be clear, I don't know who taught me that you need an outfit for every new event, but that's another piece of it, right? You want to be cute. You want your hair done, your nails done. You want to have a nice outfit on. You want to be carrying a nice bag. You want to be wearing nice shoes. All of this is part of planning ahead. I just placed the order for some like very, very summery outfits, right? No time soon am I going to be able to wear these outfits because it still gets cold in the nighttime. It's still, you know, like it's still not fully spring, spring, summer here, right? But they sit in, right? They sit in for the right time so that when a friend says, hey, you know, impromptu, I'm having this brunch next weekend, I don't have to scramble and maybe I don't even have the coins to get a new outfit, right? But I don't have to scramble to find something to wear. So planning ahead in what events do your friends want to do this summer that they already know they want to do, right, that are set in stone, what kind of outfits you want to be wearing, how you trying to be outside this summer, okay? Are you a graphic tees and bands type of girl? Are you a, you know, heels and and silk dresses kind of girl? Whatever that looks like, order you some now, get lit now, hang them up in the closet. So when you ready to stunt, you ready. It's there's there's no oh I gotta get an outfit for this there's none of that none of that you ready because if you stay ready you ain't gotta get ready like I said in my last episode but anyway rich girls that is what I wanted to share with you in the season finale it's warming up out here the weather's getting good it's it's about time to start being outside and what are some things that we can do that are simple that are easy that will help us position ourselves to be in a good financial state this summer that, you know, when September gets here, we're not like, oh my God, I blew my savings this summer because I wanted to go on that trip or, you know, I wanted to be here. I wanted to show up at this event. I wanted to support so-and-so. Let's not blow our savings because it's summertime. It's nice. And, you know, we trying to be outside. Let's make sure we're staying focused on our financial goals. Let's make sure we're staying focused on our self-care goals. And let's make sure that we are not jeopardizing our future financial goals just to have a good time outside this summer, right? This spring, whatever the case might be. I'm going to be coming back to y'all before the summer is here, here. And we're definitely going to talk more about this and what it looks like. But I just wanted to share some very simple, some very easy. As we wrap up this season, I wanted to share some very simple and easy ways to make sure that you are continuing to secure your bag as these warmer months approach. So because it's the season finale, I feel inclined to just say thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for an amazing season three. Thank you for messaging me and sharing your feedback about the episodes. Thank you for sharing my podcast on your Instagram, on your story. Thank you for telling a friend about my podcast. Thank you for telling a friend about the money mindset affirmation cards that I have here for sale. Thank you. Thank you for being my support system. Thank you for being my tribe. Thank you for making the money mindset queen podcast what it is today. Never in my wildest dreams that I imagined that we would be at 10,000 downloads by season three, that we would be closing out a season three. Never in my wildest dreams. But God saw fit 
that I continue to pull up to this mic and continue to pour into you each and every episode, each and every Monday and every other Wednesday for Wealth Wednesdays. God saw me fit. God saw you fit. And I'm grateful. I'm so, so grateful for each and every one of you. And just because we're wrapping up this finale this season doesn't mean that you can't get in touch with me, ask questions, have a consultation, talk about your finances. This is just a quick break in between seasons, just like any other podcast or show. But I'm here. I ain't going nowhere. So you guys make sure to get in touch with me. If it's at your credit queen on Instagram, if it's my email, Co at Gmail, just head on over to my website. My email is there. My phone number is there. Reach out to me. Reach out to me. Let me know how I can be helpful to you. Let me know how I can assist you in your financial freedom journey, because that's really the goal to continue to create more and more rich girls. Thank you, Rich Girl Tribe, for a beautiful season three. I cannot tell you how excited I am to reconnect in season four. I cannot tell you how excited I am to bring you more gems and to pour into you again throughout season four. And I'm bringing some friends with me to season four. So I hope y'all are ready for the gems that we are going to deliver in season four because it's going to get gangsta. Okay. (laughs) So I am wishing you all an amazing spring. I am wishing you all an amazing month of April. In May, we actually make a year. So in May, we will be making a year of the Money Mindset Queen podcast. So you already know we going up in May. So I will catch up with you guys soon. I pray that you continue. I pray that God continues to bless you with health, wealth, love, peace, joy, and abundance, and a whole lot of money. I thank you so much for joining me, Rich Girls, and I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your month. I will catch you guys in season four. I love you all. Take care. Toodles. You hear that? It sounds like money flowing into your bank account. Thanks so much for tuning in with your girl on the Money Mindset Queen podcast. You made a choice today to grow mentally and financially and to attract abundance. Help someone else out and send this their way because we all deserve a life full of health, wealth, and abundance. And there's no need to wait. Make sure you tag us while listening or head over to Your Credit Queen on Instagram to learn more on how we can snatch your credit score in no time and come up with a plan that works for you to get your finances in order this year. Until next week, remember, rich is hard and broke is hard. You get to choose your heart.